Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. And I am your father. No, 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 no. This is Casey. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't guessed from uh, Casey's little uh, uh, zinger there, we are uh, doing a Convince Me centered around Star Wars. But right now I hold all the cards because Casey has no idea what what is in store. No, I have no no clue whatsoever. The only other Star Wars episode we've done so far was the the, the Star Wars rant a while back, just about Star Wars fans. So this is going to be uh, interesting. And by the way, what's really interesting about this too is we are recording this on Star Wars Day. Happy May the Fourth uh, to you, Matt. Yeah, Happy May the Fourth. Yeah, kind of. Uh, we didn't plan this at all. Um, no, we did not. <laughs> by the time this yeah. comes out, it'll be a couple weeks later. But uh, yeah, May the Fourth. It is it is officially Star Wars Day. Happy belated may the 4th to everybody out there all right matt let's do it man what do you got in store for me so for those of you who are um we do a quick refresher on a convince me episode so we are doing one of us has a hot disney take or marvel take or star wars take you know we're looking for something not like mickey mouse is the greatest character ever but something like sleepy from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is the greatest character ever. Something that is more of a hot take. Um, um, And then we try to convince the other person. So mine today is something that I've been trying to convince Casey of for probably two or three years now. (laughs) And I'm always in the moment. I'm so excited. And so I just start like word vomiting. And I, I I now actually have sat down and written down my argument, and I am very excited about this. So, as a Star Wars fan, you need to be watching Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated series, now streaming on Disney Plus. <laughs> All right. The, the the laugh that Casey just gave was, okay, I'm hearing this argument again. <laughs> before before he continues, let let me make one thing clear. I am not opposed to watching the clone wars i have tried to start to watch the the animated stuff i've gotten through the movie i think there's a movie right i think i've gotten through the movie or halfway through the movie I, i maybe even started an episode or two it's just I have such a hard time with it. And I know Matt's going to go through some of that stuff, but I, I, I just, I've had such a hard time and I know, I know it's sacrilegious to you Star Wars fans out there, but continue, please continue. <laughs> so it is what you are saying is not sacrilegious. So before I start my argument, I'm going to put these two things out there because this needs to be said. The movie, do not watch it. Here's what you need to know from the movie. Ahsoka Tano is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Done. There you go. I've saved you an hour and a half to two hours of your life. If you are a Star Wars fan, you already know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is and Count Dooku. And like, like the, the story does not connect in with the Clone Wars enough to like warrant you needing to watch that. And then the first season, they are definitely marketing it more towards kids and so a lot of the like episodes and dialogue and all this other stuff is more geared towards your 8 to 12 year old kids. And so it is not until really you start to see shades of it about midway through season one. But it really the season finale of season one 
is where you start to go, oh, the, oh, oh, <laughs> the, oh, oh my goodness. Um, and it starts to shift more into an adult, I don't want to say it, it's not for kids, but there's definitely more mature themes that start to happen. I have to put that out there because I, I, I understand and I do not want someone to shut off this podcast right away and go, I'm going to hop in. And they get into episode one and they go, what? Why am I watching this? What's going on? So I understand you do have to kind of slog through a little bit of season one, but I, I promise you the payoff is fantastic. And so let me then move into why that payoff is fantastic. So first, it helps bridge the gap between episodes two and three because episode two happens and then episode three happens and you forget there's an entire war that happens in the middle of this. Uh, and and not just like, a, oh, the, the war lasted like a month and then it was done. Like, no, this is a long, grueling war that happens. And and the movies kind of just gloss over it and are like, hey, look, we're near the end of the war. Woohoo! Um, where this gives you some more of the what actually is happening. The second thing is this show introduces to to you two top 10 Star Wars characters. And this is throughout all Star Wars. I believe that there are two top 10 characters. The first one I mentioned earlier, Ahsoka Tano. She's beloved amongst many Star Wars fans for good reason. Her arc in this show is really, really great, where she goes from like kid Padawan to really trusted general and commander to, um, I don't want to, I'm trying not to spoil while also um, convince you to watch the show. She ends up taking a different path than the Jedi order maybe wants. And that is a very cool arc. And the second character, and this maybe is, is a convince me within a convince me. I think top 10 is Hondo Onaka. Do you know who I'm talking about? Well, he's he's the um, the one who puts you on the uh, the the mission um, uh, when you're at the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Yes, absolutely. So part of what makes his character so great, um, he's voiced by the legendary Jim Cummings. So you're talking like oh, Winnie the is. Pooh. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, yeah, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, and I mean, a, a, a I, I did know that. I think you told me that before, but I forgot to commit it to memory. Great, he's great. And he is the most fun character throughout this show. Anytime that I'm watching an episode and all of a sudden Hondo comes in, I'm like, yes, I am so excited. I have to watch the next three or four episodes that this arc is in because Hondo Onaka is in it. He's not good because he's a pirate, but he's also not ultimately evil. He's just like trying to run his pirate empire and just thinks about himself. And so sometimes that aligns with what the Jedi are wanting. Sometimes it doesn't. And he also just has some fantastic lines. One of them, one of my favorites is he, he has just gotten his crew back. Some of his crew had betrayed him to another person. And this other person says to him, you will pay for your insolence. And Hondo just laughs and says, insolence, we're pirates. We don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's funny. Filth. You will pay for your insolence. Insolence! <laughs> we are pirates! We don't even know what that means! And it's, it's, it's just so great. So you get new characters that are awesome. And so not just like throwaway characters like, ah, whatever. You get awesome, awesome new characters. 
The next point is it adds richness to the existing characters. And these are even like tiny characters in movies that you don't necessarily uh, know a bunch about. In Rogue One, you see an old Saw Gerrera. Well, you get an arc in this show where you see kind of the origin of Saw Gerrera and how he became such a hardened war soldier. Uh, Chancellor Palpatine, you get, you see him manipulating things behind the scenes and making decisions very cleverly and politically that are clearly furthering what he wants while also not making it obvious that he is a Sith Lord. General Grievous is another one that you get a bunch more of his, who he is and his, his kind of pure evilness, to be honest with you. And instead of just like, look, here's General Grievous and we're going to go capture him. Like you, and when Obi-Wan fights him in episode three and he's like, hello there. And it's this, like, they talk like they've seen each other a lot. And you're like, this is the first battle. Well, what's, what's going on? Whereas you get all of these subsequent battles where that makes that moment so much more impactful and that, hello there, more impactful, I I think. And then you meet Grand Moff Tarkin and kind of his, I don't want to say origin story, but see him in his earlier stages of his career. And then even characters that are well-developed, you get a whole, you see a whole new side of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is insanely interesting. Padme, you get to see more of her heroic side in the Senate. She's not just like the girl that Anakin falls in love with. You see her as a very powerful senator. And then even Anakin Skywalker, you see a more complete view of his arc. One of the problems that a lot of people have with Hayden Christensen's performance is he seems like a whiny child in a lot of it, where he's just like, well, I have all this power. Why can't I use it? Come on. And it just... He comes off as really whiny. Whereas in this show, you see him, he so desperately wants to help people and doesn't understand sometimes when like, well, the Jedi can't go that far because it's wrong, but this is how we get results that are going to help everybody. So you see some very clear like moments. You're like, oh, that's, that's the like anger coming out. That's the attachment coming out. And you see that build over these seasons. Mm-hmm. Anything so far that's, that's touched on, touching you? Like, oh, I didn't realize that. Or like um, any, any comments so far? I'm going to hold my stuff until you're done. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some stuff out there that I need, I need you to answer some questions about. Okay, awesome. So it's similar, along the similar lines, it also adds richness to existing storylines. One of the characters I didn't talk about, um, and I guess this is more richness of existing characters, you get a lot more of Darth Maul. All right. Episode one, Darth Maul is, he fights some people, and then he gets cut in half, or he kills Qui-Gon Jinn, spoiler alert, sorry, um, and then gets cut in half, and that's all you hear from him. Whereas this, you get this whole Darth Maul arc, and it's awesome. It's Mm -hmm. so cool. And this makes a connection then into at the end of Solo, a Star Wars story. Again, spoiler alert. He comes up as like this leader of the this underworld crime organization. And you see the origins of that where he's like, okay, I want to make a crime organization. How am I doing this? And he ends up um, Mandalore is actually a big part of that plan. 
And so Mandalore also is a big part of this with the Mandalorian. At the end of season one of the Mandalorian, you see the Grand Moff or the Moff Gideon come out with the dark saber. And that dark saber is hugely important in the Clone Wars. And even in Rebels too, it comes, it comes up, but specifically Clone Wars where that's, that sort of the symbolic leader or it's a symbol of leadership for Mandalore. Like the person that rules Mandalore kind of has that sword. So that, when I saw that, I freaked out. I was like, holy cow, how did he get that? And I want to hear more about that. The most recent season also, this is the new one that came out on Disney Plus as an original series, goes right up to Order 66. So you get to see a different side of things of what's happening during Order 66. This is one of the things that I appreciated about... um, um, I, I watched the storyline of the Jedi Fallen Order, the video game that came out, and seeing another side of Order 66 happening was insanely interesting, and that's what this, uh, this gives you as well. So it, it adds a richness to already existing storylines. And then it also adds new storylines that are incredibly interesting. So you learn more about Dathomir, which is the planet where Darth Maul is from. And they're, the females on there are these are the Night Sisters, and they're these witches that can conjure things. Great storyline with them. You learn about Maul's brother, his Savage Opress, and his role in all this. You get a real look at what the war is doing to the galaxy. This may sound kind of boring, but you get like some politics of like, we can't keep funding this war. We're going to go bankrupt you get some of the war wariness and some of the like you Jedi say you're peacekeepers yet you are all off fighting in this war. How are you calling yourself peacekeepers? And you kind of start to go, yeah, you know, you kind of make a good point here. So you, you, you get some of that like war wariness and that's, and, and then you see some characters who you thought were gold on one side flip-flop because they go this just gone on too long we cannot keep doing this and that's why i'm doing the actions that i'm doing there's also a whole arc where obi-wan goes undercover he changes his appearance and goes undercover in a prison and goes into the underbelly of of a crime organization and it's it's wonderful and so similar along the similar lines you also get awesome new characters with great arcs uh, the first one you meet very early on is Asajj Ventress, who is Count Dooku's apprentice, and she has a great arc throughout all of the seasons. The clones get an arc. You actually get to know some of the clones, and they have real character development. Cad Bane is a cool bounty hunter that you get to see, and Satine of Mandalore. She is the Duchess of Mandalore that actually has a very interesting connection to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and her character is very very interesting and her whole arc is very very good so in summary what you're getting is you're bridging the gap you're getting more meat on the bone from the characters and the storylines that you already love and then you're getting a bunch of new characters and new storylines that add this real richness into the star wars universe So that is why, as a Star Wars fan, you should be watching the Clone Wars animated series. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our partners. Hey, Beers and Ears listeners. Casey and Matt here. You've heard us talk about our partner, Riss and Cal. 
you know, we've touched on their wireless earbuds, which connect right to your smartphone. But they've also got a lot of other great stuff as well. I use their 4-in-1 charging station every day. It can charge my phone, a smartwatch that charges with a magnet, and even my earbuds. You can also check out their Bluetooth selfie stick, a 3-in-1 charger, and even a silicone accessory kit that comes in either black or white. Yeah, you know, this company checks the two boxes that I love in a product, which is great quality product without having to pay an arm and a leg. I've been playing around with the accessory kit. So this comes with uh, rubber things for the earbuds so they don't fall out of my ears and things to hold the earbuds so they stay in. I always have a terrible time with that and these uh, work like a charm. So go to fourfrills.com shop and use coupon code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S. You'll get 15% off your order, plus a free $10 gift of your choice when you spend $50 or more. And if you have trouble picking just one thing, they've even got a 31-piece bundle that includes everything. Don't forget that a portion of their profits will go to help local charities in need. All right, back to the show. So Matt is 100% right. He, is, he, he and I have had very similar conversations probably two or three times about this. You know, and in full transparency, I have always wanted to dive into the stories, um, dive into the episodes, dive into the story arcs of of the Clone Wars, of Rebels, of 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 the additional material that is out there beyond the the nine, well, really eleven, the eleven tentpole franchises of of the Skywalker saga slash you know Rogue One you know, solo, you know, I'm looking at the clock and, and, and Matt spent a good 16 or so minutes <laughs> laying out his, his foundation. And I, and I think it's all valid. I think that looking at that clock though, I also realize that that's probably why I've not done it. And it's not because of Matt. It's because it is so much. There's so much there. So a little bit about me. Um, I enjoy video games, but I enjoy video games that have a straightforward plot that don't allow you to explore. I don't like massive world. Uh, You're not an open world gamer. No, I, I'm not. It, it, they, they frustrate me when, when I, and I think maybe, maybe I have a touch of, of OCD of obsessive compulsive disorder in that when I start something, I, I want to complete it. And so if I feel like there is a, if I'm playing a linear game, but there's a side quest, I don't want to do the side quest, but by not doing the side quest, I feel like I'm not completing the game. And so then I give up. And so I feel like that's what this is in movie form, right? So you've got these beautiful tentpole franchise, you know, tentpole movies of this beautiful franchise, right? So you got nine movies that systematically go through and tell the, the Skywalker saga from, you know, whatever it is, 90 years or whatever it is, you know, I think it's like 90 years worth of timeline. That's so a, you got time. Yeah, so it's a huge chunk of time. And the thing that the thing that I, I that, that is hard for me is how to jump in and know that, you know, let's just take one element of what you put out there, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan at the end of three goes into hiding. He goes into hiding, right? At the end of two and in, in the start of three, because I think this is when you said uh, Clone Wars takes places in between, you, you, see, you see him kind of become, you see the different antics and stuff, yet you don't see that in three at all, right? And at the end of three, 
or when you get into three, into three, at the beginning of three, when you get into three, you, you don't get the sense that he did all these adventures before. And I think that maybe is the problem is that it feels like a giant retcon to go back and place these stories in between. It feels disjointed. I think the biggest one of all is Ahsoka. I want to like Ahsoka. I want to get to know Ahsoka Tana, but she's never mentioned in any of the nine movies. Not once. Not once by Vader at all. Yeah, so and there's and and it, I like again. I don't want to spoil too much. There, there's a reason for that. We'll go ahead and go, go ahead and spoil. I mean, I, I'm okay with a spoiler. Give me the one yeah, spoiler. I mean, Why was she never mentioned? So yes, spoiler alert, everybody. So in Rebels. So now I'm kind of moving a little bit, but she ends up at the end of season two, her and Vader end up fighting each other. And she, at one point she cuts off a part of his mask and she's calling Anakin, 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 Anakin. He, like he, he responds very briefly, but then flips right back into this Darth Vader where he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't really have a connection with her. In terms of why then she's not mentioned, that that kind of to me covers more of your like four, five, six. In terms of like episode three, wh- what happens is she gets framed for a crime, and the Jedi Order essentially expels her. They expel her from the Jedi Order. Well, I mean, it comes out that you know she didn't do it and all this other stuff, and they're like, "We're so sorry. Please come back." And she says, "No." If you guys won't trust me and anytime something looks like I did it, you're going to expel me from the Jedi Order, I'm I'm not doing this. And so she kind of goes into this self-made exile where she's not a Jedi anymore. And I think that for Anakin was a huge grief that he doesn't want to talk about it. That's the vibe that they play the character. But and I guess for me the the and again there, you can't fix this problem, but I guess my point is is there's no I have such a hard time investing myself into the series knowing that you're not going to get any kind of a payoff in the movies. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I I I I can see it. Um, you know, I, it's like it's like Darth Maul. That that whole Darth Maul thing when you said that you get a lot more Darth Maul, Darth Maul, Darth Maul died in the first one. So now they're going to retcon and say, well, he really didn't die. Here's what actually happened. Like that's just weird to me. Like it, it, it's yeah, he, you know, he definitely got chopped in half. But um, yeah. like yeah, how he, did go, you know, and I know they explain it and all that stuff. And you know, and and don't get me wrong, he's the best part of Episode One. I mean, Darth One's amazing. Darth Maul's amazing. But it's just it's it's hard again, it goes back to that video game mentality of, of, I like the, 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 the linear structure of the, of the original, you know, arc. It's hard to go off and see, you know, like when, when Rogue One, when they did Rogue One, I wasn't sure if Rogue One was going to work, but the reason why Rogue One pays off for me is it ties right to episode four. That's true. It, butts right up against it and but even rogue one even the vader of rogue one doesn't feel like the vader of vader of episode four four's vader like uh, new hope's vader does not seem as evil and maniacal as rogue one's vader does yeah but i think that that's part of where you get the problem with 
A New Hope was made in the 70s, whereas you're dealing with you're dealing with different filmmaking at the time. Right. Whereas with with animation and with now with insane choreography and I mean the scene at the end of Rogue One with Darth Vader, you're not doing in A New Hope. Yeah. yeah. Now, so I guess my question to you is so the Mandalorian you enjoyed, correct? I did. You know, and here's why I liked it, because there's very little that I can pick up on. There's very little tie-in to the rest of the world. No, you are you are correct. There's there's essentially no tie-in. And I, I would agree, and that's one of the reasons why I liked it. Now, they're in development of Disney Plus is developing a Cassian Andor series. So Cassian from Rogue One. Is that a series you're interested in? Or are you saying pass... Because again, that's to use your metaphor, an unwanted side quest. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't know because I think, I think the thing that makes, I think the thing that made the Mandalorian as spectacular as it was is while there was very little tie into the rest of the series, they threw it in so subtly that when you saw it, you felt like you were finding an Easter egg. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and, I mean, even even the child itself is the biggest Easter egg of all. It's it's a friggin' baby Yoda, right? And <laughs> and you're trying to figure out how is there another species of Yoda? We thought that Yoda was the only one of his kind. They're gonna figure. And what's cool is that, however they explain that, whatever they end up doing to explain how the child exists, it doesn't have to present itself in any of the other movies because it's not part of the other movies like the child does not show up in the other movies because he had no part in the other movies right where i think the thing that i have the biggest issue with is that you know anakin you know you know obi-wan you you know these characters from the movies it's hard to imagine that between episodes two and three they were off doing all these missions and like even now rebel when does rebels take place Rebels is between uh, three and four. So that is like early stages of rebellion. And that one, that, so that one maybe you would like more because um, there's is Obi-Wan in that one though. Obi-Wan is not in that one. Well, oh, yeah, he is okay. for an, okay. for an episode. Okay. So like that one, I think maybe I could probably see myself maybe possibly getting into a little bit more only because it's not, I don't know. The, the, Clone Wars just seems tough because again, it's about the war. It's and and I've never been a war guy. I'm not a huge huge war movie fan at all. Like of all the movies, Episode Two is my least favorite because it's about the war, you know. And and um, maybe that's my problem. I I don't know. It's just it's it's so hard to to say. Okay, I'm going to invest X number of hours into all these side quests when I already know what happens. And for some people, I know there's a thrill there, but for me, I just, I don't get the thrill out of it. Yeah. I guess my, I mean, my, my, my last gasp effort is there's two things. One, this was not originally made by Disney. And so when Disney bought the rights to Lucasfilm, they scrapped canon. Like they, they like, they took a hacksaw to it. And this was one of the things that they did not take the hacksaw to. And I think that means something. And then second, there are seven seasons of this show. And it is a lot of episodes. The good news is because of the new season coming out on Disney Plus, the Disney Plus original, the last season, 
there were a lot of articles that were read about, here's the six storylines you need to watch before seeing the, the, the new season. And so you can almost pick those out a little bit. So if you're thinking, sitting there thinking, man, I'm a Star Wars fan. You convinced me this sounds great. I'm, I'm totally on board with this, but I cannot invest this amount of time into watching all these episodes. Find one of these articles and, and read about them and go, okay, I'm going to watch these arcs and get more of the fullness of the story without having to commit as much time. See, what, I'm, what I would love to see is something along those lines, but what I would like to see is more of a, so you got seven seasons, let's say there's 20 episodes a season, I don't know how many episodes there are, but let's say it's 20, so it's 140, it's episodes. It 140, 150 episodes. I would love to see somebody go in there and not scene by scene summarize, but in one to two paragraphs per episode, say, here's what happens in this episode that you need to know about. And then episode two, picking up from the last episode, here's what you need to know. And, and, and figure out a way for someone like me who doesn't want to invest all of that time, but maybe has two hours to go through and read all of the episode arcs without having to watch it and then make a decision. I'm the t- I know this is going to sound really weird. For movies that I've not seen that have been out for a while before I go and invest in them, I actually will Wikipedia them and read everything about them before before I watch it. So I know what's what to expect. I can't find anything like that about Clone Wars or Rebels. I can't I've tried and it's there there's not a definitive source that doesn't go detail by like the stuff that I find is very detailed. It's, it's again, what you would expect of star Wars fandom, but there's not a two paragraph summary of every, every show that's been made. And here, you know, for yeah, someone who good. can pick up, you know, what you've described, I think would be good. I think once I've read kind of what the whole arc is about, and then to go back and selectively watch those. So I have a general idea but I, I need that. And that, and I think that's what, that, that's, what's causing me to, to just not want to get in there, you know? Yeah. The good news about rebels is rebels is only four seasons. So that's a little bit more of a, it's, it's less of a, a commitment to it. Whereas clone wars again has seven seasons though. I would argue one, there's one season that you can just kind of skip. Um, like it, it, it adds some things, but you can kind of just skip over it. Um, see that, that, that right there, that bothers me. <laughs> like, the fact that there's a season that can be skipped tells me that they didn't need to be created at all. Well, that was actually, there was, that season was created interestingly where it was, it, the, the show got canceled after five seasons, but then Netflix made a six season that kind of tied in. And it, it was very weird how it got made. But, but I think, too, there's there's episodes that are great that don't necessarily tie into the greater storyline that you wouldn't need to watch, but are really great episodes to watch. I mean, there, there's a whole arc, there's a whole arc that means nothing, but it's got Hondo in it and it's got David Tennant, who's um, who, you know, from Doctor Who and a bunch of other stuff. Um, he was in Harry Potter. He was um, Barty Crouch Jr. in Harry Potter. He played purple man in uh jessica jones on netflix um he voices a character in it and so you you get this entertaining arc 
that isn't necessary. It just is, it's a good Star Wars arc. And I, and I think sometimes you can take that from it as well as like, this is okay, this got some tie-ins, but I'm not going to look at it for the tie-ins. I'm just going to watch it because it's interesting Star Wars content. Gotcha. So I, I think as we kind of wind down here, Matt, this is one of those episodes where you haven't necessarily convinced me, but you, I'm not not convinced. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, I, It's not like I don't want to watch it. It's a big time investment. And again, if there's, and again, if any of our listeners know of any source out there of, of, you know, and I put it out there on social media before and I've just gotten no responses on it. If there is a website of such a thing that, you know, you're able to just summarize episode by episode on one page, here's episode one, season one, here's episode two, season two, in a, you know, two paragraph summary for each, each episode, I think that for someone who has never dove into this, that would be a great way for them to dive into it because it does, it is so, so massive and feels so overwhelming. And I guarantee you, I am not the only one who feels this way. I know there's a huge, huge fan base out there who wants more, but doesn't necessarily know how to get more. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think some of the problem was with Clone Wars is when it wasn't on Disney Plus, it was where do you find it? Now it's all there. And here's the great thing. They're 20 minute episodes. So, you know, I honestly, I've been working I I rewatched the entire thing before the last season came out. And I've been working through it for about 5 or 6 months. And that's and I don't mean to make that sound like it's a chore. It's oh, hey, I've I've got some time today. I'll watch an episode. Um, and you throw it on. It's a great little 20 minute brain break. If I'm doing work and I'm like, man, I just need a break 20 minutes. And, and it's a nice little break there. So th- that's kind of how I've used it where it's a little bit of like, uh, okay, I've, I'm done with the project that I'm doing. I just need a 20 minute brain break. And that's, that's what it becomes. So you can kind of work through it a little bit more slowly and, and not feel the pressure. I wouldn't feel the pressure to binge it all and have to get to everything right away. You can just kind of work through it. Gotcha. Well, my friend, I it is time to close up shop. Uh, if they need to get a hold of us, how do they do that? Email us, uh, um, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. You can also join our Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast. Um, got a great community there. You can tweet at us at beersandears1928. Um, we've, we've, we love interacting with you. Like if you tweet at us, we, we absolutely try to respond um, because we love interacting with our fans um, and our listeners. And rate and review us. If you love the show, please rate and review us. Um, those ratings really help us move up the podcast charts. So take it literally takes like 30 seconds or less. Just hit that five stars, write a nice little review, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, if you guys please just take a moment, share this with a friend who loves Star Wars, loves Disney, loves Marvel, and rate and review us. It's just a way for us to get to a broader audience. You know, we love doing what we're doing, and we love the fact that, you know, you're along with us for the ride. So, all right, that is the end of the episode. May the Force be with you. May the Fourth be with you, and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.